Um, I was thinking about Comic Con, and yeah. I was thinking about how we have big buy news, huh? Yes, we do. Very big. It's very big. It's very significant. Jonathan Kent, <laughs> the son of Superman. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. It's That's it's exciting. great. Beautiful. Is it's Jonathan? So I don't read the comics, as you know. But oh. is Jonathan Clark and Lois's Lois's kid? I'll mm-hmm. catch you up, Tessa. Yeah, catch me up. Cash me up. They did this thing where they rebooted the universe and we got a younger Superman for a little bit and then for a few years and then to restore everything in a way that like compromised the old canon with the new canon, they were like, well, we actually sent Superman and Lois into a time lock (gasps) and they were sent into an alternate parallel universe. And in the time that they were gone, they had a son. Named him Jonathan after Clark's father. Oh. And so when they come back, you have Superman the dad, which is just the best. And dad, dad or man. Da- yeah. Da- super, super dad. Super dad. I think it's the, the more, that's the more easy one. I'm sorry that I said dad or man when super dad was right there. I'm not. Da- Dada man is a, da- I, Dada man's different. It's very surreal. It's very, um, uh, yeah. Tips toilets on their sides and writes graffiti <laughs> on them. You know, it may or may not be Banksy. We don't know, but, uh, yeah, and then um, Jonathan, and for a little while, I actually don't know how much he's involved in comics at the moment, but Damian Wayne, Bruce Wayne's uh, son as well. They were the super sons, and they had the a comic book for a little bit. Oh, my god! Little Superman, little Batman. Oh, my um, gosh, best friends. And they were best friends. It was great. And, uh, and, and now um, they've kind of aged them up. Um, they're like okay. a little bit of time has gone forward. So they're like, yeah, let's get to... What what's next for Jonathan Kent? Yeah, well, I'm surprised that it's not like they got to smoochy smooch, you know? <laughs> That's what think, people want to see, yeah. isn't it? I think uh-huh. as far as Damian <laughs> Wayne is concerned, it's not been canonized, but he gives off very ace vibes to me. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, very ace. Very um, not just ace, very task driven. <laughs> so <laughs> like there's a lot of like um uh, he he is he is he is Robin pretty much twenty four seven. Okay, okay. He doesn't have time for Lerve. No, he ain't got time for that shit. Which is understandable. It's a strong choice. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as, as Tessa's mud keeps telling us. <laughs> I'm gonna take a pause because my flatmate turned the AC on this morning or sometime in the night and never turned it back off. I do feel bad because she has to sneak into, if I fall asleep without turning it on, she has to sneak into my room and turn it on in the night if she gets too hot. Oh, wow. So anyway, it's not her fault. What a wreck of a system. I'll tell you what. I had a foot of snow yesterday, so you can walk right off with your AC. Yep. (laughs) You had a foot of snow? Sure did. Almost got snowed in, actually. I don't think I've ever seen a total foot of snow. Really? I don't think so. I think even in the storm that I've lived through here, I think I don't think we got more than a than like four or five inches. I don't yeah. remember. What of snow? Yeah. Snow. <laughs> well, like the thing was is when I posted the snow angels photo, that was um that was just six inches. And then the next oh, day wow. the snow angels were gone because it had snowed that much more. <gasps> 
I didn't even think about that wow. that was happening in real time. For some reason, I was like, oh, Cameron is posting old pictures, <laughs> old pictures of like a vacation. <laughs> real time. Oh my gosh. Crazy. I, think, I have a friend in Alaska who posted like a big snow picture and I was like, well, that's Alaska. Right. That's not down here. Well, that's Alaska. <laughs> well, that's, I don't know why I turned into John <laughs> That's Wayne. the old saying. <laughs> well, that's Alaska. It's because of North well, to Alaska. Alaska. <laughs> my... <laughs> Well, that's Alaska, partner. Oh, it's crazy snow <laughs> people. One... I can't do John Wayne. I want to. <laughs> the one bit that my brother you does that to. I remember <laughs> from my childhood is he used to do Shania Twain's That Don't Impress Me Much. <laughs> but he'd go, so you're John Wayne. That don't impress me much. And then he'd go, well, you don't impress me much neither, little lady. <laughs> I don't remember the premise of the game anymore, really, but we had a like a an improv warm up game that was Shania Twain's Don't Impress Me. <laughs> I don't know how it worked anymore, but it was just like, <laughs> I don't know. oh, so your your closet is alphabetized. That don't impress me much. I guess it was just you name things that don't sound that impressive. I don't know. So, so your you closet's can scale color coordinated. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so you're bisexual. <laughs> yeah, that, that don't, don't impress, impress me much. much. Well, yeah, the should. whole group would say don't that don't impress me much. They would say that I love that game. I love yeah. it. Yeah, that's I, amazing. I don't know what the I think that's the whole game. <laughs> I I'm in. <laughs> if you're listening out there, get in the comments and tell me what that game was about. Because <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I did a game with my students today. Oh, Cameron, I bet you'd like this game if you ever just have some like time to kill <laughs> free time always um, <laughs> that's that's my middle name is free time, free time. Cameron michael free here. time Fair but i mean like you know when you're like filling out your lesson plan and you're like yeesh what, what am i gonna put in here <laughs> yeesh yeesh <laughs> as opposed to yeet what am i gonna yeah. put in here <laughs> um <laughs> so we, i had them draw an object then they traded their drawings with each other. And then I told them the bad news was that they were stranded on a desert island and only half of them could live. Typically you would vote, <laughs> you would have everybody, each person goes to the front individually and is like, this is the object I brought. And this is why you should keep me around, like vote for me to stay here. <laughs> we didn't have time for that part. So it was just like each person went up and was like, this is why I should stay on the yeah. desert island because with this object. They were great. It was great. Um, and then I told them they all lived because I couldn't bear to have only half of them survive. So <laughs> oh, that's adorable. I do something similar with my littles when I yeah. teach some at summer camp. Uh, summer camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everything's fine. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, I give them four note cards and they have to come up with name, age, occupation. They have to come up with a quirk. They have to come up with a location and they have to come up with an action, usually silly. And then they perform a monologue at using their four cards. And then um, after they start to get comfortable with that, I say, all right, everyone put your cards in the corner and we shuffle them up and hand them out. It's super fun. That is super fun. Nice. I like that. That's good. That's good. I like that. It's a good time. Patent mm -hmm. pending. <laughs> Oswald. you created that <laughs> i i don't know if i did maybe 
I've never heard it before, so I can I never say I don't. I think you did invent it. Well, great. I've heard most things. Trademark notice. I've heard most things <laughs> as far as as far as the creative in the theater goes. I've heard I most actually, things. I actually think that is. I don't think that's that bold of a claim. That's no. very. That's very kind. Do you know what I mean? I. I yeah. I, yeah. I buy it. One hundo. One hundo percent. One hundo. Well, feel free to take it for your own drama teachers out there. Cause... Oh, I will. No, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm not going to. <laughs> so bold. So bold. Oh, Please, I already stole it. <laughs> this is this is Creative Commons accreditation. Yes, yeah. that's that's what <laughs> we do. Is. Licensed. <laughs> this is just our brainstorming made public so that we get credit for the ideas. God that's damn what yeah, our yeah, podcast yeah, yeah. should have been called. We should have been called Creative Commons. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, actually, it should be called tangentially related, but there oh, it is. Oh, yeah. yes, I like that. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I like wanted to do. A... <laughs> no, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead, Cameron. I was going to say, when listening back, there's a very clear thought pattern through all three of us, and it's lovely and wonderful to watch, but it's only tangentially related. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's a good point. I mean, yeah, you have to be within our own, you have to be within our heads to remember the, or know the thought process. Oh boy. (laughs) I got lost by myself on that one. You are tangentially (laughs) related to your own self. Yeah. Uh My, uh, my, my ADHD kicked right in. (laughs) You were, are you ever in I I don't know actually if you two have, have it or have something like that, but I was like, there, there are times where I go, I I don't think I have it. Maybe I, maybe I was misdiagnosed. You know, I don't, I don't think I actually have it. And then I, and then you get stuck in a conversation or a situation where you're like, oh no, I I definitely, I definitely have (laughs) it. Definitely have it. That's um, me. I, oh, go ahead, Cameron. No, no, I, Tessa, you. <laughs> well, I was gonna say that's me with like a little bit with my old pal, the eating disorder, because it's like I'll just be like thinking nice thoughts, or uh-huh. and then I'll just all of a sudden be like, what would it be like if you just stopped <laughs> eating, or like <laughs> you know, like what would it be yeah. like if you cut out these five food groups? Wouldn't right, you feel right, better? Right. You know, that's like <laughs> yeah, that's the inner monologue that I have to be like. Ah! Yeah, yeah. Get out of here. Absolutely. Chop, chop, chop with an I was never. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I am sorry about that. Isn't that fun? My my depression and anxiety do that to me all the time. Mm. Except it's. Yeah. It's not. Wouldn't you feel better? Usually. Oh no! It's usually like, isn't this bad? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, we won't go into it because it's too okay. heavy for this podcast. <laughs> okay. But. Uh, I was never officially diagnosed with ADHD. And if I do have it, it's not a severe case, but there are only so you can only go through so many put a finger down challenges on TikTok before you're like, son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yes. I will give you, I will give you an ADHD related ED thing, which is 
that I sometimes wish I was diagnosed with ADHD so that I could take those pills that make you thin. (laughs) Oh no. That is the level that I have to like battle with an ax. That's awful. Wouldn't it be better? No, 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 it wouldn't. (laughs) That's awful. That's like a joke. I know we were just, I know Cameron just said like, it's too heavy, but sorry no 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 like like like, so that you are not alone in like that like verging on like a dark comment Tessa my Mm -hmm. I had for years my uh, I had a picture on Facebook that was my ADHD meds and my my depression meds and I was like my depression meds keep me you know keep me uh hey like don't don't kill yourself today um but my ADHD meds uh make sure that I remember to take those other meds because <laughs> otherwise I'll forget <laughs> oops forgot to kill myself um oops. And, <laughs> and uh yeah there you go that's 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 the endless cycle <laughs> that is the endless cycle <laughs> I mean we um, can cut this out but usually usually when mine interjects it's like are you sure you wouldn't be better off dead? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. It's, oh. it's uh, love those, love those yep. intrusive They're thoughts. They're the best. They're yeah. the best. <laughs> yeah. I may have told uh. this before, or I feel like I do tell it a lot, but it's, it's a, uh, um, speaking of intrusive thoughts like that, when I first got on um, depression meds, my therapist was like, um, uh, you may have increased suicidal thoughts. And I was like, <laughs> wait I could have more <laughs> like what do you mean how am I how will I know oh how, no how will what do you mean I could have more because where's the room where where will they yeah, fit exactly exactly if you quantify it like if you quantify that all of that for me like a, a a person a normal person has five of those thoughts a day right a mentally ill person has 20 of those thoughts a day how do i know that more what's how do i know the difference between 20 and 30 (laughs) like where am i supposed to be like worried at this point am i supposed to count yeah do i count do i write you got a clicker oh do i have a little ideation journal (laughs) it's like uh you know (laughs) oh god (laughs) they uh yeah they, uh, I have also noticed, though, to slightly transition, tangential, <laughs> but like, <laughs> I've also, I, I, I've noticed, uh, at least anecdotally, observationally, uh, everybody uh, dealing with mental health, generally also queer. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of uh, stuff wrapped up in there. Yeah, it's a uh, shit. (laughs) It's it's real shit. Come on, fire. Yeah, come on, brain. Fuck. Okay. The (laughs) I'm going to hate myself when I hear these words, but you know the graphs where it's two circles overlapping. It's like those. Yes, they are Um, called Venn Venn diagram. diagram. Venn diagrams. Thank you. The Venn diagram is two circles almost overlapping as far as (laughs) queerness and mental illness. Yeah. Because we've dealt with some shit in our lives. Yeah. Darn tootin'. 
I will say, ju- I will just say, so that we clear this up, if if this makes it in. <laughs> oh, I guess I'm editing, so this, this is fucking going to make it in. Note to um, yourself. <laughs> yeah, note to myself. Note to future you, David. Um, uh, but I was going to say, oh, I was going to say, just to clear everything up, oh, I do not think queerness is a mental illness. I no. just have found. Yes. I just have found that people who deal with coming to terms with themselves also have incidentally also have mental illness to deal mm-hmm. with yes mm, which is just great it's just great <laughs> i don't want to deal with more things, than one thing yeah more. <laughs> yeah yeah here's another thing to to mull over you you got you got a big brain you smart yeah shut up brain <laughs> <laughs> Can't remember words that I've used my entire professional career, but that's okay. <laughs> it's a it's a weird time of day. I feel like. I'm, well, we've no, never I mean, met this at this is, time of day. We haven't actually. This um, is also just one of my other depression things. Is his words just go? Yeah, that happens. I have another friend like that who has that, Cameron. They they normally like in in day to day life so eloquent, so like articulate, and all of those things, and then. If they're hit with like, if they're in a big depression, depression wave or whatever, or it's looming, it's looming, especially is like, they're starting to get, they're like, oh, I feel it coming. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, they'll have that. Yep. Well, thank you for thinking I'm eloquent and well-spoken in normal circumstances. You are, you don't are. even, are you kidding? don't even try. You're the voice of a, you're the yeah, speaking you're voice the, of a generation. You're and America's singing sweetheart. Voice. <laughs> you are America's sweetheart. You're Kelly America's Clarkson. eloquent sweetheart. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Welcome to Omni Bilateral Panic. Joining us for another week. I'm David Armstrong. With me, as always, are the incredible Cameron Faring. Hello. And the incomparable Tessa Flannery. Hello. We're welcoming you all to episode 10, episode 11. What are we doing? I don't know. All right. We don't know. Let's do it. Let's, let's, let's just keep it in order. Let's just keep it in order and we'll get ham- fucking hammered for episode <laughs> 11 or 12 or whatever. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> great. Being, for the 12 um, days of Christmas. Well, oh Christmas, my yeah. God. 12 shots of shotting. Oh my 11 gosh. shots are shotting. That was actually one of the favorite holiday parties that I ever threw was I made the 12 boozes of Christmas, which <gasps> were, it was it, Go way them. too sweet way too sweet and like most of us only made it through like seven of them but still it was like okay. you know we had 12 of the you know there were classics like eggnog and brandy and then there were also like ice cream punch from the 60s that Ooh. was it was really fun it was super great 12 boozes of christmas yes the 12 boozes of christmas I 12, like that. 12 rums of rumming <laughs> yeah 11 vodkas vodking oh went on a date with Ooh. a lady how oh, was it what <laughs> it was let it me was choose that exact smelly. moment to blow my nose <laughs> it, was, it was nice it was nice i'm a big we, fan <laughs> we 
we exchange numbers. We we text every so often. Hey, you exchanged the numbers. Oh, this was a first it was meeting a, as well. Essentially, essentially, it was a blind date, and we didn't yeah. have each other's numbers. Interesting. Who set you up? Um, <laughs> a um, a like site. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, I don't want to give go? them free advertising. No, no, no. I understand. <laughs> we went to a bar, an Italian like restaurant bar. Buca de Beppo. Where? Um, in Flatiron. <laughs> Ah, uh, mm-hmm. I do love a flat iron for dates. Yeah, that it's a, a nice area. Nice to be close to Union Square. If you want to take a little wandery walk. Mm-hmm. For <laughs> yeah. sure. Nice scenic area mm-hmm. of the city. Mm-hmm. I like that. We've got the park, the little Madison Square Park right there. Mm-hmm. So I, so many things. So it sounds like it went well. Did you establish a second date or like where you're going next? We haven't. Okay. That's fine. You have numbers now. We have numbers. I think that's good. That's I think that's huge. a good step. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I don't know how this part works when, anymore, or when just you're in general. Two women. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, there's like there's sort of gender role assignments. There was when decorum it's... when yeah. there was <laughs> there was decorum when there was gender. <laughs> right. <laughs> there can still be now the gender is dead. What can we do? <laughs> well, now that gender is dead, it's chaos. <laughs> and that that is chaos is queer, and that's the best part about it. I was gonna that's say true. to be fair, it was always chaos. We just pretended like it wasn't. Um, you know the old joke, Tessa, that tell me that a second lesbian date is a U-Haul truck. I do know that old joke. I do. <laughs> I have heard that joke. I have said that joke to my lesbian friends. I have seen it in action. <laughs> yeah, I've also seen it in action. Yeah, I've seen it too. <laughs> Very strange. It's a it's a lot. Yeah. I was worried because our date was only like two and a half hours long when like what I think of as an uber successful lesbian date is like four hours. Yeah. And then it went to the next day and then we were right. still together five days later. And the, we closed know. the bar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we just talked for six days. <laughs> oh, that's okay. That's okay. I think everybody like post pandemic again. Just a just the note that it's not totally post pandemic. I just mean some of us yeah. <laughs> are being made to return to normal lives. But yeah. um, I think in the post pandemic, I think that's pretty good for post pandemic. Okay, good, good. I think like two and a half. Like that sounds like a lot to me. And long. that's my pandemic brain being like, oh, two hours. Like a that's lot. a lot of time. <laughs> so much time. It's a lot of time to be out of your house. <laughs> yeah. I like went, uh, I, uh, a friend of mine uh, uh, came to New York recently for New York Comic Con. Comic Con. Comic Con. Comic Cons. And they uh, texted me and were like, I'm here. I know this is super last minute, but are you free tonight? And I'm like, I'm always free because I don't have anything to do right now. Um, <laughs> so I went out and it was, and they were very tired. So I met them at their hotel, uh, hotel's bar. Mm-hmm. And um, it was about 10 o'clock when we, when we met. And then I think we stayed until about midnight, maybe like one and I was like ready to go home. And like, they were like, we're very tired. We're going to go, we're going to go. And I was like, that's absolutely fine. And they were like, you came all the way out into the city. And I'm like, I know, but I am also tired. <laughs> <laughs> well, they so were I like, understand. oh, we hope we're not disappointing you. Like, we hope you're not, we're not disappointing you by only hanging out for a couple of hours rather than like yes, doing an all night. 
I mean, this oh, is, we're not this young was, anymore. I know we're not oh, young anymore. And this not. is, and this was a weird thing too of them. Like they, um, it was a friend of mine and then his girlfriend and I've known him since our college days. And that was how you would hang out. Like we, we were like, this yeah. is so weird <laughs> to be going home at one o'clock because a lot of times in college, that was when we'd start hanging out. <laughs> like, oh my goodness. You know, and yeah. then just go r- party into the morning. I'm like, nah, I'm too tired. Too tired now, man. (laughs) I feel like I was always too tired. (laughs) Like, even in our late 20s, which is when we first met, I still never closed down an NYC bar. I never stayed up till 4 a.m. I just couldn't be bothered. (laughs) (laughs) Do I regret that now? A little bit. Should I I try it at some point? Yeah. Will I have to sleep for a week afterwards? Yeah, get some PTO, get some PTO stored up and (laughs) come to New York, close a bar with me and Tessa, and then we'll, um, and then you can sleep for a week. (laughs) Well, great. Yeah, you'll only have one day in New York that you remember, the rest will be all sleeping. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Correct. Correct. That sounds magical. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think I've done it a couple times. Tessa, have you ever done it? You ever closed a bar? I'm wondering if I've ever closed like a 4 a.m. bar in New York. I've closed places that close earlier than that. I I was say, I've definitely closed 2 a.m. bars, but not sure. 4 a.m. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I've done a 4 a.m. bar. Um, I did in college, but not in New York. Okay. I don't think. I don't think. I've definitely gone home in New York at 4 a.m. So that implies oh, to my memory that, yeah, I've closed a bar. <laughs> I've gone home at 4 a.m., but I think it was more like a house party sitch. Mm-hmm. I'm more comfortable in a house party than out at a bar. I mean, that or makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. I'm you a don't have to body, whether yeah. it's my home or yours. Because <laughs> <Right. laughs> you can always do that thing, like you, you, you may be able to crash, like they, you know, right. they may be able to host mm-hmm. you for a, for just that morning, you know. Yeah. Yeah, at hey. a bar, you're in the middle of nowhere. Who, who knows? Right. Where who you, knows? What's going to happen to you? You don't know. The whole world changes at night. It's it does. true. Very especially scary. in the city. Yeah, very for sure. Scary. On my date, <laughs> I had a smoky mezcal um, cocktail, which Hell had yeah. cilantro simple syrup. Oh, nice! It was delicious. <laughs> it was like, yeah, it was really smoky and like really good, really good. Love it. That sounds Side great. Note, I'm so glad we're all cilantro people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't mind it. I don't mm-hmm. mind it adore it doesn't taste like soap to me but i know people who it does yeah i i I know that as well yeah what What tastes more to you like what more soapy to me is like like a strong ipa like hops super Mm. strong hops taste a little tiny bit soapy to me yeah there's some ipas i don't i don't like because yeah there's there's like a weird there is a weird taste i never thought about it being soap but that's interesting it is kind of soapy yeah yeah Mm. yeah i have to be in the right mood for an ipa i will drink almost all of them, but I definitely have to be in a, I almost describe it as a mood. (laughs) Yeah. How's that go? (laughs) Because it's, (laughs) I, we need to post a photo of your face so that people understand what is happening because it's very good. You look like a cartoon character. You look like what happens after like the cartoon character, um, in, oh no, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, you know, the one that gets hit with the bagel. Oh yeah. Like I feel like you're making the face that character makes. Yeah. That's fair. But yeah, it's you know, where you're just in the mood for what you're drinking to kick your ass a little bit, just a little bit. Like not it's not a nice 
slender evening. It is a, it is not a chill evening. It is a, you know, I want to be punched in the tongue just a little bit. I want tongue punches. No, no, that's different. (laughs) (laughs) Another, another side note, my favorite Cards Against Humanity (laughs) card ever is a tongue punch to the old fart box. (laughs) Oh my gosh, no. (laughs) I texted my friend because... (laughs) We were trying to like come up with those like innuendos, like the t- tongue, like that. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I heard one, and I sent it to him, and it was like one in the morning. And I sent, "Tongue bludgeoned her starfish." <laughs> oh no, 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 no! I, you're kicked out of here. You can't stay. And he wrote, he wrote back. He wrote back a long laugh, and then he goes, "Do you?" <laughs> Do you understand how much technology was needed to get that message to me? (laughs) Our ancestors are looking down thinking they invented texting and this is what it's used for. No, our ancestors were proud of us, but they are no longer. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Awful, awful, awful. Uh. (laughs) I need to, I need to meet a person brave enough to say one of those things during the act of of sex <laughs> i i just would like to hear someone be like yeah i actually said that it was very funny i guess not not in an earnest way you know yeah in a but funny I mean, like way. they managed to say it and then like it didn't derail the act <laughs> it just they kept going <laughs> afterwards i do think I do think it should be funny and there should be like smiling and feeling funny and feeling mm-hmm. like yeah because sex is weird already yeah like Always. sex is so weird and I feel like people who put a lot of pressure on it like that <laughs> ruin <laughs> it for themselves more often yeah yeah you just got to goof around because it's Maybe super weird. laugh at yourself oh okay then I have a good question okay yes. that I want to ask Jens yes about the sexuality mm. Of of Uh-oh. holiday figures, oh. including oh. <laughs> Saint Nicholas, uh-huh. Rampus, Santa, <laughs> different different than yes. Saint Nicholas. Santa is different. Sure. sure. Um, Rudolph, Santa, Santa <laughs> yeah, Rudolph, Mrs. Claus, Frosty, Frosty, the Snowman, uh-huh. and then like the North Jack Frost. Like we have we, a lot of people. Are we doing what, the claymation? We have a lot of people like, to talk about. Mm, I think you could you could state whether you're doing the claymation version okay. of that. Yeah. Or not. State your identities. State your um, identities. Saint Nicholas. Very interesting saint. Um truly. I have to I have to go with my Catholic instinct and be like, I, I think for better or worse, I think Saint Nicholas was straight. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> now Santa, we are saying that there's not a single depiction of santa claus that we're doing right it's it's i think for santa mm. it's like it's more it's, this like it's tim allen <laughs> it's tim. <laughs> well if it's tim allen then santa's also straight <laughs> sorry yeah i think generally like the character of santa yeah who rides Coca-Col- a, a like sleigh. coca-cola santa <laughs> very fashionable as we know yeah, yeah. velvet <laughs> loves mm. animals <laughs> Specifically reindeer. Specifically reindeer. He can sit in a chair, so that's out. that is a good point. But is it a chair if it's a sleigh? Well, I mean, he, like, oh, interesting. He slays. He Sorry, d- I didn't. He does. 
So we should okay. take that into account. Tessa is winning me queer punning today. Yeah, we absolutely have to. We absolutely have to take the fact that he slays into account. I'm just saying. There's there's a there's a there's a fun there's a fun queerness to Santa. Yeah. Uh, I feel like him and Mrs. Claus were like college roommates. Hmm. And they just, and they are soulmates, but they are not romantic. They just, they just realize how much they care about each other. I like that. I like that theory. I like Santa being a bit queer. I like that. Yeah. Just a tiny bit. I guess. (laughs) Just a touch of his nose. (laughs) Just the. (laughs) And the rosy cheeks. And the rosy Uh, cheeks. Well, he's drunk. It's always. (laughs) Always. Santa's a drunk. That's. (laughs) Yeah, Santa that's, just needs some unrelated. fucking rest. Is he immortal? <laughs> we don't know, but he's been around for a long fucking time. That's yeah. true. And he's probably exhausted. Because it's the holiday season. What is your favorite holiday meme slash holiday gif slash <gasps> holiday vine tradition? Mine is the scene kids going super hard to Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas <laughs> is You. Because it's hmm. just so perfectly timed. <laughs> oh no, I never thought about holiday memes oh i know mine it's the kid who um opens the avocado (laughs) (laughs) what it's this little kid on christmas i think it's part of the the jimmy kimmel pranks which i which i fucking hate but um it's but the kid is like um is like four or five opens like a little like crinkles open a, a present on christmas morning and he goes, it's, he pulls it out and he goes, it's avocado. Thanks. And it's, like so, it's unexpectedly so wholesome. Uh, and I love that. I guess maybe it would be um, the boy from Home Alone uh-huh. doing the, because <laughs> I like love Duncan. Home Alone. That's great. I mean, it, it is pretty great. They're doing a remake. No. Yeah. Netflix, yeah. Netflix is doing a remake. <laughs> I'm not happy about this. You can remake I other understand. things, but a comic masterpiece like Home Alone. You've got John Candy. You've got uh, the lady. You know <laughs> what I mean? The mom. Yeah, Catherine O'Hara. Catherine O'Hara. You yeah. got little. Joe, you got Joe Pesci. You got little, little Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin. Joe Pesci. Yeah. And you're gonna fuck with that? Why would you fuck with that? I, I mean, know. my favorite thing is everyone deconstructing Home Alone like to its most. You know, we were talking in a couple episodes earlier about <laughs> about um, surface level questioning. Yeah. Mm. My favorite is people have started doing that to Home Alone. They're like, what the fuck does this family do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How yeah. the fuck can they afford that house? Right. It's a really nice house. I think it's a full, I think it's actually a full house situation, isn't it? Like, aren't don't the uncles and aunts live with the McAllisters as well. I thought they just came for vacation. Oh, I thought you know, oh, okay, always, maybe it's always holiday vacation. I gotta be honest. And I there don't, are seven I, kids. I don't think I watch the first like ten minutes of Home Alone much these days. I, I think mean, I just why? skip right to Joe Pesci and uh, uh, Michael Michael Excuse Stern. Me? Michael that is Stern. Extremely rude. <laughs> skip the first ten minutes. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I just want to see. I just want to see antics. i want to see violence that's the thing that's the thing that's the thing that i don't think they'll get i i think the netflix remake is going to remove i i think that's that is one of the things that has changed about movies and about making things is like there's you can't show like that level of violence that was in home alone that's a very good point 
these days. I think that has. That's a really good point. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. I mean, it is a level of farce. It's this, I equate it to like the Mortal Kombat level of violence where it's so over the top that it's like, it becomes comical. It's farcical instead Mm -hmm. of horrifying. Right. Because like in any other movie, if someone took a paint can to the head, it would be horrifying. But because it's a farce, it's fine. But yeah, they act yeah. they act true pain. Like Joe Pesci and and, and Stern take it yes. very seriously. Like they're him, yes. they're hamming yes. it up, but it's like, well, these two are in pain and are barely making it through the rest of this film. <laughs> yes. I know. I think I think it's a true classic. Um I so I thought it was just Kevin and his older brother were the only siblings that live in that house and everyone else was cousins oh. visiting. I might I be they very were all, wrong. I thought they were you probably no better than I do. Listen, I have only seen it a, a, a bunch of times. <laughs> no judgment. <laughs> but I may be really, I may be way off base about that. Um, they were all siblings. Wow. That is a lot of kids. What did this family do? <laughs> um, Besides fucking. <laughs> yeah. I will unabashedly say that my favorite holiday movie of all time <laughs> is love actually uh, get out <laughs> it's yeah. so good though i love that it's, movie it's, very and good. I will it's wonderful love it forever i i, have I still recognized cry. in the last couple of years that it is a terrible movie but i love it <laughs> i mean it's i think just, it's good to love that it is good to love it it's just it's so joyful yeah yeah heartwarming like, there is some yeah. sadness yeah God There's damn it, more... Alan Rickman. God oh, fucking Alan damn it. Oh, oh. but then Alan that's what and, makes it worth yeah. everything. That's what makes it worth it. You know, yeah. like, like, oh. Emma, Emma Thompson, Thompson fucking wrote movie. her scene. She wrote those did scenes. Did she? She of had to she have. Did, she's a I'm genius. sure she did. I'm, sh- I'm convinced she did. Because her their scenes are just slightly better written. Like, the, just, the, like else's, yeah. just noticeably better than the rest of the movie. I think she she had a pass. I think you're probably. She was right. like, "Let me, uh, my Emma Thompson. Um, let me, um, just let me Is it? rewrite oh. just a little bit." Shall I? Please, shall okay. I have a go? It's It's real good. That was really good, Tessa. I'm impressed. I could, I could take a pass. <laughs> I don't know. It didn't get that good, but um, I watched somebody who does the somebody on TikTok, right? Does the mouth acting, oh, and she did Emma so Thompson, good. and I was so like. Good. Yeah, I was like, I I know that is Emma about. Thompson. She yep. does. It's small and down to the side. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Just got to finish this uh, novel. <laughs> yeah, there is some like. Yeah. And then oh. the jaw. Oh, Emma Thompson. I think there's more to love about the movie than there is to complain oh, yes. about. Yes. And yes. I, I think ultimately at the end of the day, that's all you need. I don't need my movies to be perfect. I like them no. imperfect. And, yeah. Um, okay. but yeah. Shall I tell you my favorite holiday yes, movie? Yes, please. <laughs> I've been itching to tell you. <laughs> um, you know Albert Finney's Scrooge? Oh, yes. Or Scrooge with Albert Finney. Wow. That's yeah. it. That's got to be the best. That is my That's favorite adaptation of A Christmas Carol. Is that Alec Guinness as Marley? Yes, Alec Guinness is Marley. I understand if Muppet Christmas Carol is your favorite, just different, different tonally, you know? Yeah, 100% um, different tonally. <laughs> the rest of the cast is like a bunch of nobodies, but you love them. And the singing is <laughs> chef's kiss. Yeah. For me, I love it because it's like 
you know, like orphan. It's weird. Like, Isn't British it weird? Victorian orphans. Yeah, and it I, is you weird. Just, yeah. Oh. It's like haunting, haunting, sad, kind of scary old movie. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's so good. Oh, Albert Finney. It's so good. That's a good one. That's a good one. I like that. Yeah. They're at a, they're like the only place where it really goes like totally off the rails is like the like they go to hell. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> where, and Scrooge That's is right. like, and and uh, Marley meets Scrooge and is like, they made your chain. It's as big as a <laughs> something is like it's so big how did they get yeah. alec guinness to do that movie but oh my he gosh and know. then they go to hell he and they and the he's cash. cold <laughs> yeah. he didn't know he didn't know what he was he did up for. he he did so i hard. didn't read the script dear boy <laughs> <laughs> i didn't read it until i was doing it <laughs> i volunteered to show you around yeah no one else wanted to <laughs> emotions oh it, it, i think that performance makes that movie but it's so all good. the songs are so good sorry okay so no you're i fine. went to on too long no about i love that Scrooge. that's fantastic um you you called me you you called it exactly as it was muppet christmas carol is my favorite it's that's cool i get it it's I, good who I'll plays marley in that one um the old stadler and Warda and Walmart. yeah right oh they <laughs> They yes. both do. <laughs> yeah, they're the Marley brothers. The Marley brothers. Yes, yes, yes. Wow. Bob and Jacob, right? Yep. And Jacob and Bob, Robert Marley. Bob and Robert. Oh, Robert. <laughs> Fuck, that's funny. That I know. Funny. I it's, love that. So good. Very and good. Michael Caine is. And Michael Caine's Michael Caine. That's right. Yeah. Michael Caine. <laughs> and he's just, he plays it 100% straight, and it's so good. That's it's what. So, so we never watched that one growing up. We were not a big Muppets house, and I'm not sure why. But we didn't watch that one growing up. But I watched it the whole thing for the first time, like last Christmas. Oh my god! I know. And I was like, this movie would absolutely fall apart if if our buddy Michael Kine was any less committed. Yeah, oh, yeah. he no, committed so hard and that's what makes it so good he knows and I just, he knows and that's also, what he knows that's what's gonna make it you know yeah he knows what it's he's needed. a genius i also he michael is a genius Kine. i also michael kind i also watched why do we fall down bruce a video one of my favorite costumers analyzed the costumes <laughs> and like they're a hundred percent historically accurate like down <laughs> to the even in the poor people having older styles like the like in the party wow. scene, the older oh, Muppets cool. who are poor have like 1830s style. That's cool. oh, just, that's uh, fucking cool. Uh, you know, it's so good. I I love that's it. That's really every good. second. But I actually have two that I have to watch <laughs> in equal number throughout the holiday season. And the other is the unknown, but nonetheless incredible masterpiece. While you were sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> That's not unknown. That everybody's seen that. You'd be surprised, though. Lots of people really have forgotten about it, and it's just Are it is my on while you were sleeping. Yeah, people sleeping on while you <laughs> it were came sleeping. out while you were sleeping. So. <laughs> and like we have just, it was one of my mom's favorite movies growing up. She <laughs> jokingly always had a top ten that included like twenty five movies, but that one was always. <laughs> number one and so we would watch it a ton and like as a result still as a family we can say one quote and go for the entire movie (laughs) (laughs) but it's just it's so beautifully written it's just it's got the perfect amount of farce and it is i maintain the best comic character ensemble to ever exist 
Wow, that's oh. bold. That is bold. Oh, Bye. that's pretty good. I Bill, need to Pol- Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman. But like the family. Sandra Bullock. It's the family. Not only are they all legends in their own right, but just the way yeah. that they interact with each other is so believable and so funny. And wait, I think is I remember- this the one? Is this the is Pullman's in a coma? Is that that? No, one? no, Peter no the handsome guy. Oh, Peter Gallagher's in a coma. <laughs> not that Bill Pullman's not handsome. And I mean is <laughs> eyebrows. Eyebrows is in a coma. Eyebrows, yep, is, in eyebrows a coma. is in a coma. Got it. Okay. I think so. This what is going to sound a little like depressing to hear, but I believe that like a great aunt or a great uncle passed around the time that I watched that movie. And so we were seeing a lot of our extended family at like a funeral, if I recall correctly. Mm-hmm. And I think I remember seeing that family on screen and being like, wow, that they sound like my family. That sounds like a Aww. real family. Yeah. Like, yeah the way everyone interacts, like you said. And I think I remember being like, wow, I hope I'm still like close with my siblings when I grow up and like, I hope I still have this big family around me. And they're Catholic. I love that. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a scene in the oh, church and the grandma's like, I liked it better in Latin. It was so much better when you couldn't understand what they were saying. Oh yeah, I do remember that. I do remember that. That is not true, by the way. That is, tra- <laughs> that is traumatizing as a child. I went Hearing to a Latin. The- I went to a Latin mass, and I was like, "No, this is this is straight out of a horror movie. <laughs> Something's gonna crawl out of that priest." No, but you know what? When I watched, I've been watching Midnight Mass. I haven't watched very much of it; only two episodes. But I was like, "It's I've I have a lot of distance from uh, uh, masses. Like I haven't been to a mass in a long time." <laughs> and hearing the like words which i knew yeah and remembered of course because they indoctrinate you when you're a child but (laughs) hearing those words again and seeing it on film i was like this is a cult and yeah this is terrifying (laughs) tangentially related um have i told you all about my recurring nightmare that i've had since i was a child (laughs) no (laughs) i mean it's very funny actually it's not funny while it's happening but it's very funny so when I was young, my mom worked at a high school that is now abandoned. Oh, it's, this is already scary. Well, I mean, like, it's just, I, I know it so well because I spent my entire childhood there. So like, even now I can picture exactly where her room is. I know exactly what's to the left, to the right, walk down the hallway, can see everything oh like, goodness. like it's visceral. And so in this nightmare, I wake up and I wake up because I'm usually sleeping, but I wake <laughs> up in the dream. I don't know why explain that freud and like i can't even explain it i don't know what i know but so i come out of her classroom which is dark and i turn to the right and walk down the long hallway to where the um cafeteria was and like there was this long it was built in the 60s so they added in a long handicap accessible ramp that like just goes down and Mm -hmm. as I approach the cafeteria I see that it's filled with artifacts like from all over the world all kinds of things like Egyptian mummies and treasures and then like um just for some reason there's a bunch of mounted animals there as well Mm -hmm. shout out to your former work wife David and bad taxidermy but uh there's just all kinds of things. It's this weird, it, it looks like 
a movie representation of a rich rich person baddock you know like everything is covered in sheets and then there's that's and the interesting thing is what changes there is always a person and they're always starting to read out of this giant book in the corner and (laughs) (laughs) they it the person changes but it's always the same setup and like they start speaking and it's in Latin. And I immediately feel compelled to scream out, never speak Latin around dead things. Never speak Latin around dead things. And I say it three times and then things start to wiggle and I wake up. (laughs) Mm -mm. But like, it's been Mm -mm. every year of my life that I've had this dream. Every year of your- Every year. Since you can remember. like Since I can remember. And now that I'm older, I just, I'm like, oh, hey. Oh, hey, uh, the old familiar- like, <laughs> how's it going everyone but yeah so now that's whenever just someone just even mentions latin that just appears in my head never speak latin around dead things never speak latin oh i have so many chills <laughs> like do you, it's do a, you, you can see it happy yeah. holidays everybody do you have dreams <laughs> like that where like do you have dreams that continue do you I know have. what i mean like i, I i've had i've had dreams I, I I'm pretty sure I'm pretty confident of like I've I've dreamt of like a place that I've been to before in a dream and I've like come back to that place like it's not a, a, a repetition of the dream that I had before but I'm like oh yeah this is the dream whatever you know like yeah like I, I've been to these places before um maybe with different dream companions but oh, yeah that's interesting so and then there it are feels stories. like a continuation. Yeah, there mm-hmm. are stories that kind of continue or threads that continue sometimes. I have I... tangentially related. Mm-hmm. I have always wondered if before media was released in chunks, if people dreamt in chunks. Ooh, fascinating. Because like, hmm. you know, for a while people didn't read except, you know, the priests did and they yeah. were indoctrinating the entire country. And then as newspapers became more common, they would release stories in chunks. It's not, you know, it hasn't been, right. we've had like 400 years of piecemealing stories. And so I wonder if people have always dreamt in chunks and that's just well, they our always, natural it does, evolution. Or... It does, ex, it does, um, like media does affect dreams. It does. Yeah. You have people older, you have older generations who say that they dreamt in black and white huh. because that's what, TV, TV was were. yeah interesting I well one thing I wonder about like stories and chunks is I think about like oral traditions that we've always mm-hmm. had and I feel like nighttime like bedtime story type things have been told in chunks mm-hmm. like fairy tales are short so that you can tell them all in one right. go but I feel like there must be like long yeah. stories that are oral tradition that it, well, took, we would get it read... took several nights to tell that yeah, we would get read Harry Potter a chapter at a time. So you would only yeah. get... Yeah, um, but before books and stuff, you know. Oh, before books. When it was like gathering yeah, the fire I ha- and we'll tell you the be, tale right? of, you know, this yeah. warrior hero. Like like mythology, right? You'd have story a bunch of different stories about the same characters. Mm-hmm. So it was like, oh, well, you don't hear the whole story of that character in one go, right? right? Maybe? Yeah, would, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't you go to temple for that? If well, it was, maybe for the, maybe like Zeus religious. and Apollo and them, yeah. 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 But I think if you're just telling stories around a campfire <laughs> or whatever, the hearth around the, the hearth. hearth around the hearth, 
yeah, I was doing for literally no reason, just like wanted to learn a little bit about like Slavic pre-Christian deities because the Slavs were like, and I'm, I'm part Slovene, you know? So I was like, what was the Slo- what were the Slovenes up to? <laughs> and it was like, I love that. the Slovene, fo- some folks of the Slovenes were like, ah, Christianity sounds crazy. <laughs> we're not, and they didn't adopt it until like 1300. Like <laughs> some parts of Eastern Europe were like the last parts to adopt Christianity of, of like Europe. It um, is crazy. It is crazy. <laughs> they were right. Yeah. yeah yeah they're still so, right mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it, it's been interesting to like look at those stories like you know the baba yaga story so yeah. things like that that like existed pre pre-christian stories and ideas there is something very fascinating to me about what christianity in particular appropriated mm. to like to like make those things either make those things relatable or demonize those things yeah you know? So it's yeah. like I'm fascinated by the fact that like some a figure like Baba Yaga never became a Christian appropriation. <laughs> it's like Yeah, um, unless she was not so like evil and eating children until right. Christians got a hold of her. May yeah, that maybe that is true. I, I don't know be. that full I don't know that full history there either. But yeah. Yeah. You don't really have a lot of the closest, like the closest antagonistic woman in like the bible in like christian canon is like lilith you know yeah right, right. and even that is like not totally agreed upon is lilith right was, she's like cut out lilith of it. human or was she a demon you know mm-hmm. is she the first succubus you know like what, what <laughs> yeah. is she um so yeah yeah i think that's super interesting it is there's something very informative by the way of i feel like there's something very informative about each of us that our because Cameron was was Muppet Christmas Carol, the Christmas Carol you grew up on. Yes. So I also did not grow up on the Muppet Christmas Carol. I grew up on the Disney Christmas Carol, which is oh, yeah. Scrooge McDuck. Yes. <laughs> goofy, right. Goofy is Marley, and uh, and uh, uh, Mickey Mouse is Bob Cratchit. Um, super funny. Uh, it's super it is short. super funny. It's really yeah. Funny. But it I think there's one. some. But I think there's something very informative about our childhoods that like. Disney Christmas Carol, Cameron was Muppet Christmas Carol, Tessa was the Albert Finney. We had it on tape, and then as soon as DVDs came out, we had it on DVD. (laughs) We got it was like the first movie that was bought on DVD. We didn't even have a DVD player yet. (laughs) You were still renting them from Blockbuster. We, um, my family, we had we had it on VHS as soon as we could, and like we still have our original copy because the original copy has the song that was cut out oh, oh yeah the one that she sings that's like yeah. sad oh it was almost love it was almost always oh wow yeah that was so i watched it on disney plus last year and and it was like and that's what um my friend i was my roommate at the time nate he was like there's a song missing we gotta go find the song on youtube so then we watched the song on youtube and i was like yeah this doesn't add anything but it's nice <laughs> it does though that's just it is it does mm-hmm. because the reprise at the end oh right right is that song but changed to be optimistic so that's a good point it the is love important. is gone it's the love we found it's not like the song maggie sings in hook that's pointless 
Why does yes. Maggie sing on the bow of the ship, the Jolly Roger? Oh, I forgot. And all the pirates listen to her for a while. <laughs> oh man, movie. And there's also, not even a moment where the where one of the pirates is like, "I miss my mom," <laughs> <laughs> which I think would be the point, but they don't have yeah. it. Also, Muppet Treasure Island is my favorite Treasure Island. Ooh, so that I in theaters. I have not seen too many Treasure Islands. Uh, Treasure Planet. Treasure Planet. Treasure That's Planet. Planet. That's mine. Fucking but like, amazing. You know, have you ever seen Treasure Planet? I, no, I don't know. Oh what my it is. god. They they did a Disney like a little after the the Disney Renaissance. Mm-hmm. There there was like um it's like late nineties early two thousands super um super interesting era of uh animation it's like the last era of hand animation hand drawn mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, hand animation re- as it were hand- <laughs> <laughs> that sounds dirty yeah um <laughs> it, it is um, <laughs> um but they're very um they're very uh found family very queer coded oh, um, right. and not really very musical. So like all the, all the music from the Disney Renaissance era, it's like, mm, we're not doing musicals, um, but they did like super cinematic stuff. And Treasure Planet is like a steampunk um, uh, uh, version of Treasure Island. Um, oh. uh, Long John Silver is like a cyborg. <laughs> Whoa. And, um, it's super cool. It's the, it's the best. I could find so it if I go to Disney good. Plus, I could find it and watch it. It yeah, is on di- yes, it's on Disney Plus. I'll yes. go watch it because I showed it to my roommates. I made them watch Treasure Planet. <laughs> Actually, Muppet Treasure Island is on there as well. Okay, well, I just, this is the thing. I don't know why we were not big a big Muppet family, but it was like I'm discovering it now, and I'm watching. Uh, we watched a couple episodes of the show. Speaking of Superman, we watched um, the incredible Muppet TV show episode with the handsomest uh, Chris, Clark Kent of all time. Christopher Reeve. Christopher Reeve. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Have I already talked on this podcast about how talented Christopher Reeve is and how <laughs> no. sexy and- You should always talk about these things though. You should. Oh it's my true. goodness. He is on that show and he knows he's on that show. Do you know what I mean? Like he yeah. leaned into it, but he also- this was the difference between him and Mark Hamill's episode because Mark Hamill was like, I'm having the time of my life yes. and I am like yucking it up for yeah. the show. Christopher Reeve was like, I'm having the time of my life, but I'm going to like insert myself in yeah. to like what is needed. I love Mark Hamill also. I'm going to talk yeah. about another another talented cutie. That but I Mark Hamill, the difference is Mark Hamill, like not that he's not a, a good actor. Mark Hamill's a good actor, but Mark Hamill's a fucking nerd. Yeah. So it's like, you yes. know, it's such a great, like that energy is in Star Wars too. It's my favorite thing. It's like, yeah. you got Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher who like they to this day are like, you know, until Carrie yeah. has left us, but they know their lines. Like they know their whole fucking part mm-hmm. in that movie. <laughs> Yeah. They loved being in that movie. And then it's contrasted beautifully with Harrison Ford. Harrison like, Ford. Can you just, can you just fucking kill Han Solo, please? <laughs> please. Can I you... just need to get home. I just need what some is... fucking rest. I just <laughs> want to lie down. That is such a good point. Mark and Hamill because it really nerds out. Yeah. Being on the Muppet show. Yeah. And he was like, oh my Reeve God, the Muppets. Like, yeah. Christopher Reeves, like I can speak French and play the piano and like does all this incredible stuff yeah. in it. And you're like, Christopher Reeve, what? yeah oh I, so and i think handsome. and i think there is a part of christopher reeve too that's like 
I think he doesn't he doesn't get as excited about the Muppets like that in that same way you know mm, it's like yes mm-hmm. happy to happy to do it very exciting I, I think he sees it as like interesting acting challenge I'm going to you yes. know act against these Muppets and like whatever you know yeah but he does it doesn't encompass his brain like Mark Hamill who's like oh it's the Muppets <laughs> like, you, know? you can see it in Mark Hamill's eyes he's like oh, yeah. on the Muppet show. <laughs> which is how yeah. I would be if I was yeah, on the Muppet same. show oh I can the never be star- allowed to do oh. Muppet show the most starstruck I've ever been was when the actual Muppets were backstage at the Delacorte. I yep. could not. What? My shit yep. The Muppets were backstage at the Delacorte? When was this? Yes. I, I don't, I think. For the gala? Exactly. Yeah, it was a gala. I think it was oh, I never got I to did. go to any of the galas. Tessa. I, I, I know I missed out. I didn't get to see the Kevin Klein, Meryl Streep business. Oh. I was backstage for that. Oh, you lucky duck. Yeah, it was pretty great. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, no, that was the most starstruck I've ever been. I was like, yeah. keep it cool, Cameron. Keep Truly. it cool. God <laughs> damn it, Cameron. Meanwhile, like- can I just point out, meanwhile, <laughs> we've talked about being starstruck before and how I'm, I was an idiot and dro- drooling idiot in front <laughs> mm-hmm. of Tina Fey. And yeah. maybe we talked about the time that I thought like I was not going to be weird. I was not going to be weird. And then I was extremely weird when Toby Maguire <laughs> came oh, yes. to the public and I was like, oh, I don't oh know this my one. gosh. Yeah, Toby Maguire came to see a show. He was way too, he was like a half hour early and they were like, he was like, I'm gonna go away and come back because he didn't want to be like standing around and people be weird, you know. Yeah. Understandably, he's Toby Maguire. <laughs> but then he came back a few minutes late and so we had to late seat him. And they told me, like, okay, we're gonna bring him to your side, Tessa. And I lost my mind. And then they didn't even bring him to my side anyway. Oh. I was so like, I was like, ah. That's really and then funny. it was not to be which is probably for the best probably for the better um, yeah <laughs> probably uh tangentially related back to yeah. muppet treasure island have i told you all about my tim curry problem <laughs> uh-oh you, you have a tim curry problem right now no, i mean it's not really a problem he is one of my favorite performers that have, that have ever existed yeah. i love everything including the witch king which is garbage but <laughs> oh how dare you it's what classic. a reference <laughs> classic good work like i this is probably i don't like it in my (laughs) stand-up i don't like i don't like witch king (laughs) um this should probably be in my type five for stand-up but like whenever i saw tim curry in something i wanted to be that thing and so like when you think about what he has done in his career especially when we were kids it's kind of problematic because like when he was long john silver i wanted to be a pirate when he was (laughs) When he was in Home Alone 2, I wanted to abuse Macaulay Culkin. When he was <laughs> oh, no. when he was a sweet transvestite from Transsexual Transylvania, I wanted to be that. Mm-hmm. And worst of all, when he was the demon of that was trying to destroy the rainforest, I wanted to destroy the rainforest. Yeah. I was oh, like, no. you know has a you know who has a good point? Tim Curry. Slime <laughs> beneath me. Mm. Slime above. It's so good. It's <laughs> So good. And I mean, obviously I've kind of gotten over it, but yeah. you better not, fer- you better not fern call your place up. <laughs> yeah, you better not ruin any rainforests. Cam. No, no, this podcast I, is evidence. I, it will have, it, it is perfect evidence. No, I mean, like I didn't want to be, <laughs> I didn't want to necessarily destroy the rainforest, but you know, eventually becoming an all powerful demon that wants to be, that has to be trapped somewhere. <laughs> That no. sounds like fun to me. That was your that was your jam. That's my dream. That's my brand now. That's my brand. 
you he want to incredible. you want to be very powerful but also left alone is what yeah. i'm hearing oh. is what i'm hearing from you i don't i'm not a licensed therapist but that's <laughs> what i'm hearing from you <laughs> Well, very I'm already powerful. very powerful, so maybe I should just be left alone. So maybe you're just halfway there. <laughs> but the and voice, that voice, there. so recognizable. Oh, yeah. oh I mean, maybe you want to be recognizable. Yeah, and celebrated because everything he did, even the witch king, we still celebrate. <laughs> he is very, he's very celebratory. There is like a very like that's why he's uh he's Nigel Thornberry, right? Oh my gosh, are you Nigel kidding? Nigel Thornberry. Yeah, he is Nigel Thornberry. Oh my gosh. No, oh, wasn't he also the voice in something recent? Oh, I watched um Over the Garden Wall. Over the Garden Wall just recently. Yes. The whole thing Hell in one yeah. day. And yeah, he so was good. Uh, Aunt Lorna, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So good. So good. I, like, I know this voice. I know who this yeah. is. Yeah. He's very good. Oh, um, he is. But yeah. Also, what twinkly eye. Like there yeah. is a real charisma. To oh, yeah. Tim Curry, that like, I don't know who else has that level of like. I don't know who has that level of charisma. Yeah. I don't know anyone. Well, he's no, the main like... reason that I'm always hesitant. Speaking about remakes, I'm always hesitant when I ever, ever hear someone talk about a Clue remake. Oh yeah, because it's like oh. the rest of that cast is very good, but I feel like the rest of the cast they will try and do other things so nobody's going to try and do madeline khan again right you no. can't touch a madeline khan you can't touch christopher um christopher lee, christopher lee no christopher reeves no Plummer? Pl- no <laughs> the prophet who's doc brown oh god oh. christopher lloyd. lloyd lloyd oh jesus christopher lloyd professor plum actually all jesus of the christopher's Christ. you can't really you can't yeah really you can't replace them being honest but like they would just they would just cast other comedians who will do their own thing. Like they'll they'll put their own spin on new characters. Yeah. But the butler, Tim Curry's role, I I think you kind of have to do it the same way. And you would you don't um you don't have Tim Curry's charisma. Nobody does. No, no one does. It, it, it it's anchored by that performance. And it's like I, I don't see even like really good comics comic actors that i love i'm like i don't think it would be the same and i don't think it would be very good he's such a unique force yeah (laughs) and tight yeah like there's nobody else who who would play the who could play all those different roles he's played nobody that i can think of and it too like you know oh oh, yeah and he's pennywise (laughs) i started looking around i still haven't seen that because it's probably too scary for me maybe that's the maybe that's the thing too it's like there he's also capable of an incredibly unsettling his pennywise is scary oh it's terrifying (laughs) yeah and that's very interesting for someone who i generally see in other things as a very joyous positive charismatic charming you know He's the butler. He's Nigel Thornberry. And then all of a sudden he's like, and also Pennywise. (laughs) Hexus, that's his name. The the demon from from Fern Fern Gully. Gully. It's been a long time since I've seen Fern Gully. And Robin Williams too. God, Robin Williams. Fern Gully? Yeah, Yeah, he's the bat. Yeah, he's bat. Oh. Mm -hmm. What a great film. I love that film so much. Oh, gotta save the rainforest. Oh. That was really good. <laughs> Dang it, that was good. Is there anything that your family always read or always talked about? 
for me, it was Gift of the Magi. And I would just like to say, oh. as an adult, it is straight up anti-capitalist propaganda. And I'm so in. <laughs> yes! <laughs> oh, Henry? Yes. Is that the Oh, Henry? Yeah. It thing? is. Uh-huh. I love that story. I gotta say, I don't, I think their sacrifices are uh, disproportionate. <laughs> they are. Her, her hair can grow back. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Tessa, are we going to fight? I want to point out that it will take years for her hair to get that long again. Okay, and how, long before he gets a, be... how long before he gets that? Uh, what did he give up? A watch? His dad's watch. Yeah, how long does he get another? How long before he gets another dad, Tessa? <laughs> another dad, dad. I do. <laughs> okay, I do. Who can afford I a watch? I do see the point. I do see the point. But like, truly, her hair was like psychotically long, like way longer yeah. than mine. If it was just a watch? Then, then I would be like, okay, but it's his dad's watch. Yeah. And his dad's dead. It's true. That is true. And as someone with a dead dad, I can tell you that those <laughs> things do mean more after. That's that. <laughs> what? It's the truth. No, I know. It's, <laughs> it's just funny to like, like that, <laughs> like as a card carrying member of the dead as dad the, society. The dead dad club. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> I can't. Uh, I can't unrecommend it enough. Put off your membership as long as possible. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Yep. Do everything you can. Yeah. Um. But it does. I mean, those things do mean more. They just. Yeah. They. Yeah, I do. I do agree that the gifts are <laughs> disproportional. But he had to make them. Like what you know. Uh, they, they had to. Make narrative sense, you know. Yeah, oh, yeah, Henry yeah. was working well, with what he what could. Is, he didn't is, know any women. And like, well, what does she uh, give he, him? He didn't know any. Women. <laughs> he didn't know any. A women. watch chain. A watch chain. Okay. Yeah, she gives him a watch chain. He gives her a comb. That is the capitalist criticism because I feel like that watch should have brought in a lot more than just a comb. <laughs> well, yeah. it was it was gilded. It was a was gilded it gilded and jeweled? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh. It was a whole hair care set. And actually, to be fair, she can still use it even with short hair. That's true. Yeah. Well, yes! and also like, well, and also like, I think it's just a blazing <laughs> indictment of the patriarchy because like he was like, well, what can she give up? What matters to a woman? <laughs> yeah. Her hair. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, Henry. Should have I mean, talked to was, a woman. He was doing the best he could. Yeah. <laughs> he but he did that back then. No. I mean, but that's probably. I mean, that's probably not just an. That's not simply an indictment of O. Henry. It is an indictment of like, what else did a woman own in those days? <laughs> you know. That's a very good point. <laughs> what 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 could she have sold in that house that did not actually belong to him? Right. Right. That I, she could have sold. So here's me. Here's me as yeah. O. Henry pitching this pitching this story. <laughs> Do, I Original hang pitch on, hang on. I cannot wait. Hang on, everybody. Listen, listen, listeners. I know we've all inadvertently done a lot of impressions on this show. And, um, and, and some of them inadvertently, some of them we've, we've teed each other up to do them because we know how good and flawless all of our impressions are. Now, I know you're going to be like, wait, I don't think I've ever heard O. Henry speak or anything. <laughs> like, I don't think there's any recorded thing. I think he predates recorded um, uh, archives. Uh, but you'd be wrong. My oh friends, no because oh no in this moment <laughs> tessa <laughs> class class a impressionist oh no <laughs> is now going to inhabit 
the ghost of O. Henry. And you're going to be like, oh my God, is O. Henry a guest on the podcast today? We this enter. little bitch. I know, this is great. This is, this is what I wanted. <laughs> we, we take you now to a, board, a pitch meeting between a literary agent and O. Henry. <laughs> Got an idea for a short story. <laughs> Now listen, <laughs> got a man, got his dad's watch. Yeah, gonna get a yeah, watch yeah. chain All right. for a gift, but he sold the watch. Oh. You know why? You know why? why? Why did he sell the watch? Because he's giving something to his woman, his wife. <laughs> you know how she got the watch chain? How did she get the watch chain? Sold her body. Oh, sold her body on the streets. Wait, her body? She sold yeah, her body? Yeah, prostitution. Wait. This is a story about the eels of prostitution. <laughs> the eels of prostitution? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Okay, okay, wow. Is there something maybe less extreme that she could sell? I, no, I, I, her body. <laughs> Gotta Wait, be a- <laughs> this is a Christmas story, oh, Henry. <laughs> oh, hey, She's gonna sell we- a body and a husband's gonna get a... Uh, uh, something pure, <laughs> but she's not pure anymore. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, this is this is gross, and I don't like it. <laughs> what do you mean? Could you could you maybe like have her sell a part of herself instead? Yeah, of maybe her not all body. of her. Yeah, her feet. She sells her feet. <laughs> <laughs> and how would she do that and survive? This is, you know. Ah, the 17th century. She yeah. sells her organs in advance. Oh, oh okay. Oh. Okay, I think we're that's I think we're getting closer. My brother and I, by the way, we're the publishers. Yeah, yeah. Jacob, you're the Jacob and, Jacob and Robert, Robert Marley. Marley. <laughs> yeah, yeah oh, the Marley brothers are the only yeah, brothers I Marley work bro- with. Marley Brothers Publishing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Our hearts are painted black. Yeah. Um uh uh, okay. He sells her organs, and he gives a, <laughs> uh, uh, a something uh, you would use for your organs. <laughs> what? What is that, oh Henry? What? What is that? <laughs> I like the implication that oh Henry does knows so little about women. <laughs> yeah, doesn't no, even understand. Doesn't even understand them anatomically. Yep. What do women? What do oh, women have? Yeah, yeah. Do they? Do they? Do they? Organ have spoons. Kidneys? Organ spoons. <laughs> Oh, this is the best. This Uh, is my favorite new segment where where we bring back a dead author that Tessa plays, (laughs) trying to get their 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 opus published. We'll call it pitching and catching. (laughs) It sounds dirty, cause it is. Oh my god. Man, oh Henry, what a weird guy. Oh Henry. What's the O stand for? Orgasm. Orgasm. Oh. Orgasm Henry. <laughs> <laughs> the women have those. I just like oh Henry. Oh Henry doesn't understand women at all. And then after we make it big, we can have Gilbert Gottfried play Oh Henry. Yeah. Definitely should be Gilbert Gottfried. And she cuts off her hair. <laughs> But lo and behold, <laughs> he's also sold his watch. 
what the fuck are they gonna do? <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> uh. <laughs> do you remember oh, midnight yeah. premieres? Do you remember actual midnight yeah. premieres? Yeah. I haven't done those like since I was uh, in my 20s. <laughs> I feel like the last... I'm the same. I went, I went with some of our buddies, I feel like, like Rachel and, and crew to maybe to infinity war i think Ooh. and we did the midnight and it was like jam-packed we'd got the last like tiny little bits of seats we could mm-hmm. <laughs> we were like not sitting together because that we couldn't and then i didn't know going in that there was going to be a second part so i was like wow they're gonna have to wrap this up quick <laughs> <laughs> we've been in the theater for like three hours already i was like how are they gonna wrap this up quick enough yeah. <laughs> It was like, this story will continue. I looked at Rachel. I was like, are you fucking good at me? <laughs> yeah. And the last one I went to was Harry Potter part eight. Yeah. Wow. That would have been my, I think that was pretty much my last one too. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Which was there's not the same ago. hype. Yeah. There's not the same hype surrounding other. I feel like midnight <laughs> premieres was a, a, a trend that came and went more or less with Harry Potter. For well, me. it was definitely, mm. I, I mean, I went to the Lord of the Rings ones too. It was basically just for millennials because we were all in high school at the time. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did, what a, we'd in college when the Iron Man movies were coming out, which mm-hmm. dates me, <laughs> I'm pretty old, but <laughs> the same age, Tessa. <laughs> not, not the first wow. Iron Man movie, but like the third Iron Man movie came out when I was in college. And we went to see that all together at a midnight showing, I think. Maybe it was if the a second. third Iron remember. Man movie came out when you were in college. Is I feel like correct? that doesn't. I feel like that doesn't no. make you that old. <laughs> no, I'm trying to remember like... what time is. <laughs> That's a good point. We watched a good, a good point. Iron well Man movie in a cinema at the midnight right. premiere when I was at college. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah, no, we watched other movies in at midnight, but I, I, I don't. They, they, as soon as like Harry Potter was done, there wasn't yeah. as much of an incentive. To, yeah i maybe i did like maybe one more star wars at midnight but i was oh. gonna say i did the star wars at midnight. yeah you mean the prequels or the new no ones? i think they re-released the prequels at some point and oh. uh, yeah so i went and i think they did it at midnight maybe i'm misremembering okay, that okay. but i but i went to i remember seeing phantom menace again in theaters i saw it the first time in theaters don't sigh like that it was great i did go i'm sure we went to see them in theaters when i was yeah so good oh actually that was my n64 was i got the star wars pod racer oh yeah now this is pod racing (laughs) (laughs) we like to say that at other movies like when a badass (laughs) something badass happens you turn you turn to whoever you're seeing the movie with and you go now this is pod racing <laughs> and it really bothers it really bothers some nerds because they hate star wars the prequels <laughs> pod racing in particular it was so fun why, why would you hate that it was also yeah, such a fun game complain, people complain that's what it comes down to people complain they don't know what they're complaining about they just want to be negative about it yep. well hey <laughs> Hey there, hold on a second. I haven't made my views clear. Oh, oh boy. Okay, here we go. Uh-oh. I just, I feel like, could it be, could it be that the originals were just so good that 
nothing yeah. good stand they're up not, to though. I, the the dialogue they're not that it's no, true the dialogue different. in both are not the world's greatest dialogue no but the dialogue in the prequels is like there's the scenes anytime <laughs> her I majesty think- of naboo talks you're like she's really smart she's a queen yeah. of a place why is she saying stupid shit like <laughs> Annie, why can't we just go to a cabin? Like the kind of lines that came out of her were fucking. I'm sorry, I'm gonna say they were fucking stupid. I think the problem is is that the prequels there is proportionally much more dialogue. Okay, there is. Okay, and I I think I think the limitations of Lucas as a world builder are stop at dialogue he's not okay. a very he's not mm-hmm. a very good actor's director you no know? that's true and you that's can see true. that you see it in behind the scenes it's like yeah. they cut they cut and they're like george and he's like oh fine whatever yeah, great oh we'll go to the next <laughs> shot you know so it's like that's and it's 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 you know every director has weaknesses and and whatnot Absolutely. and i think that's i think that's lucas's and it's like he just happened to again like we were talking about you've happened to find mark hamill and carrie fisher who are willing to like commit to like this thing and then harrison ford also willing to commit just not like on a nerdy level he's just like i know what kind of movie i'm in yeah I'm yeah yeah you know? he knows the movies and yeah so it's like you know i think because you watch those other people truly Hayden Christensen I think is a great actor outside of Star Wars Ewan McGregor great actor Natalie Portman Academy Award winning actor Natalie Portman Stephen L. Jackson all of these people they are doing the best they can (laughs) with with, it it is it's the same quality of dialogue and I think unfortunately they also just have more dialogue yeah to, to to deal with and they're not they were almost exclusively working on blue and green screen right which at the time yeah. was pretty new right yeah uh yeah and in, also in Liam Neeson. like <laughs> yeah Liam Neeson. Oh, Liam, Neeson. <laughs> Liam Neeson fucking has a great I think he I think he comes off the best in the first movie I agree well, like, he knows what movies definitely he's the in strongest in. Yeah. yeah I've I've actually watched several um in-depth analysis video analysis videos analysis Jesus. Um, <laughs> analysis videos. That's that's deep, it now. Deep that's anal- you've watched deep anal videos? What? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Hang on. Shampoo bottles. Um, so. <laughs> Wait, you've watched deep anal cis videos? <laughs> like <Yes>. CIS? <laughs> like, not, not gay? Not gay videos? <laughs> no, deep anal cis videos. Oh. <laughs> When pimple popping's not enough. I regret (laughs) this. When pimple popping, I regret going down this road. Same. Anyway, (laughs) it was talking about. There have been several people who who have defended Hayden Christensen's performance, because I don't think it's a bad performance. It's not. Think about Mm -hmm. the journey that that character had to go on, Mm -hmm. and especially after he was filled out in Clone Wars, like watching it's it's fully believable that like. everyone says that he just looks like he's back there not doing anything but it's actually he's going for very subtle contemplation and like it's if you do rewatch and give it a chance he's doing great work yeah it's just i'm not uh, did i criticize any actor performances a lot of it is internal 
which yeah. is like which is hard for Star it is Wars. Hard because um, Star Wars is not an internal or subtle universe. N- no, no. And everybody else very blatantly, to Tessa's point, states their thoughts and opinions like very clearly. And to the point to me very carefully. <laughs> yeah. To the point where it is unrealistic. You know, it's it's an unrealistic um uh candidness that everybody has. Yes. Yes, and yeah. here's gonna bring balance to the force. <laughs> <laughs> I do have, have I this theory. You, like, oh, go ahead, Tessa. I think I did on this podcast. My what Liam Neeson, if if Liam Neeson did his like real yeah. Irish yes. accent <laughs> yes. ugh, for the taking speech. Yeah, I've already yep. done that. Okay, <laughs> I wish again. he had his Irish for every role. That I think Qui Gon Jinn would be so much in, so more much interesting. <laughs> oh, we're going to take him off this planet. <laughs> <laughs> that was my. I was going to say that was my theory. Uh, I have this like um, head canon that Qui Gon that midichlor because midichlorians that whole nonsense came up in episode one it's never referred to ever again so my <laughs> i have this headcanon that the jedi to become masters they also have to write a thesis oh i love and, that and qui-gon and qui-gon's was the correlation of midichlorian count to jedi prowess and so he was on, he was the only one who was ever like oh his midichlorian count is very high and we have to take anakin off this off this planet i'm doing irish qui-gon now <laughs> um, um and and the rest of them are very patient with him they're like oh you know yoda's like yes yes girl they're very high but 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 they're like they're, it's like qui-gon it's like a yoda and um and uh uh, uh mace, mace windus um they're like on the phone and they're like oh yes midichlorian count high but they're like this guy like, <laughs> fucking fucking lunatic he's not pub- this research is not published in any reputable yeah, yeah. so then so then when qui-gon, when, when qui-gon died the midichlorian research died with him <laughs> that makes uh, so that's much amazing sense. head cannon yeah. that is now mine as well you need to you need to put that out in the world because okay. people need to know <laughs> oh my god that's what people we're doing right now know. that's it this is it this was, please this make was the all... title of this <laughs> the most important qui-gon theory you will yeah. ever hear <laughs> this was all to establish a platform so that i could share my star wars headcanon <laughs> i knew it that brings us to our final segment on fmk <laughs> <laughs> i did want to say i think krampus is um like most horror icons i think they're very queer a hundred percent yeah krampus is queer for sure krampus hangs out with the baba duke and yeah. um pennywise <laughs> they yeah. all just oh, God. they all just go out clubbing baba yaga baba yaga all, sure. yeah. <laughs> all incredibly queer like come on yeah 100%. um uh santa claus <laughs> uh <Yeah>. krampus <laughs> um <laughs> And who else delivers toys in, or is, um sh- what is her name judgment. from from Sweden? Oh, oh, Saint Lucia. Yeah, yeah. Is that a real thing? To have is that a, a real person? Mm-hmm. She she's based on a real person. She was oh, real. Based on okay. Yeah, Saint Lucia. Yeah, Saint Lucia. I meant more in like uh, uh I meant more in the in the vein of. Are they like Santa, like a like a a she creation? Does. I think she comes to your house. She yeah, does. she enters what? your house. She penetrates your home. <laughs> she penetrates your home. 
<laughs> Welcome back to home penetration. <laughs> and she's blonde. I mean, she's got that going for her for sure. Oh, Saint, well, yeah. Oh, she's okay. from Sweden. St. <laughs> Lucy's Day. This is what yeah. it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, she's the one that actually brings the gifts. And then I, I think... don't I don't see any fun, sexy pictures of her. So <laughs> Oh, they're not giving you any of the fun, sexy pictures of her? <laughs> no. That's weird. You know what? You have Google Google family. <laughs> yeah. Should I do St. Lucy rule 34? No. <laughs> oh no. No. <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm gonna do it. Here we go. No. Let's see what comes up. Oh Merry Christmas, lists. everyone. <laughs> Please tell me you are now. <laughs> Please, please, please. Ah! Browsing incognito. Oh no. Oh no. I'm not. This is right in the browser history, baby. Oh gosh, how dreadful. Oh, that is not. Oh. Oh. Oh, that's <laughs> who is this? No, these are other Lucy's. Okay. No. So... Okay, no Holiday rule 34. Lucy Holiday. <laughs> Holiday Lucy rule 34. <laughs> no, what's that? And it's also Lucia, I think, is what you'll find. Lucia. Lucia. L-U-C-I-A. But I'm not telling you to go Google. (laughs) Yes, you are. That is exactly what you just did. (laughs) Merry perverted Christmas, everybody. (laughs) Ooh! (laughs) What did you find? Nothing. That's bad. Nothing. Nothing. I will will not kink shame this. (laughs) Oh, dear. But there is something about this that is slightly kink shameable. <laughs> oh no! Doesn't she wear like candles on her head? I feel like that's what. Yes. Oh, that's oh, that's hot. I like that. Kinky. We gotta stop him. Anyway, so, so I'm gonna marry. I'm gonna marry. I'm gonna marry Saint Lucy. I'm marrying Saint Lucy. I'm into it. I'm into it. I'm marrying Saint Lucy. Now that you've rolled thirty-four, it. <laughs> I rule. I ruled thirty-four myself into the into into a marriage. <laughs> out of you which is how it happens um so i i am going to (laughs) fuck lucia marry krampus and kill santa claus wow wow okay i would also have to kill santa i would also have to kill santa i'm gonna fuck krampus (laughs) i'm gonna okay so you're marrying lucia i'm marrying saint lucia yeah i'm marrying krampus i think i think now that now that i've got like an imagination about what's happening on that rule 34. <laughs> I think I'm going to fuck Lucia too, but I'm going to marry Santa and kill Krampus, which is against my, you know, I don't want to usually kill yeah. Krampus, but um, I'm going to have to. You might want to kill this. Some old white man. <laughs> you might want to kill this Krampus. I might, I'm tempted to send you guys this one. <laughs> no, but did you rule 34 Krampus? Oh, I it's rule, never going to be good. I, I rule, I rule 34 and- the holidays <laughs> oh no and and, oh, Kr- no. and krampus is 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 significantly more popular than saint lucy oh, no. um this one is a giant krampus oh um, no tweaking their own nipples this is very well, uh, great. this is a dumb please krampus. do not send <laughs> do not <laughs> send dns she he has little jingle bells over his cod piece <laughs> oh see i'm still in I'm this still is great. Not for me. Great. I thought he was holding. I thought he was holding like a pipe. Like I thought he was like, oh hello, like I had a little pipe, and it's, he's actually holding his nipple. <laughs> oh, this is the best oh, no. day of my life. Guys. <laughs> Tessa, do you have one? I said mine. 
Oh, you no, mean, do you oh, a, you do mean a, do holiday characters? Yeah. Um, it doesn't have to be holiday characters, I feel like. Um, right, 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 right. right. Oh, oh, man. Tell okay. us. No, I, no, no, no. I already did one. Who was yours? This um, one? I was going to do, <laughs> I was going to say, because I, I was thinking of like trios. Uh, we could do the ghost of Christmas <laughs> past, present, and <gasps> future. Yeah, yes. <laughs> that's a really good. That's a really good. Referring to them from our favorite hall, from our favorite version of the Christmas Carol. So they're going to be slightly different in each version. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would think so. Okay. I'm fucking Christmas present because <laughs> I would marry Christmas present, except that he's going to be dead at the end of the day. Like you don't want your husband dead after one day. Can you briefly for the listeners and for me i haven't watched this one in a long time but like for the listeners who don't yeah who haven't seen scrooge in a while can you briefly describe the ghosts in your version absolutely cameron you will do the same giant man giant giant man okay with like curly hair and a crown Uh of ivies and evergreen with like holly a crown of holly of course yes yes, yes. holly and a big green robe and like a bare chest (laughs) and like a lot of very many great foods around um yeah he doesn't i think in scrooge they don't show him like doing the aging process that he does with in other christmas carols so he stays the same he's like a big jolly dude with a bare chest and a big robe (laughs) and a crown of holly got it got it um the christmas present is a very old woman (laughs) (laughs) a nice little old lady who's like kind of stern (laughs) Uh-huh. Scrooge um and she's very very English she's like this is where you grew up yeah. <laughs> she's very so I'm gonna marry her for sure for sure and, and then the ghost of Christmas past you uh you or Christmas future you don't see too much it's just like the hooded figure skeleton hand business so yeah yeah this is where you so- grew up <laughs> Don't so, rule 34 this address. Do not rule 34 <laughs> this answer. Yeah. Um, Love it. Okay. <laughs> Great. Fuck present, kill, or uh, yeah, kill future, marry past. Okay. So in the Muppet Christmas Carol, past, even though she is 5,000 years old, she is represented by this teeny, teeny, tiny floating magical girl. So I'm oh, going to yes. kill her. Oh, that's right. Nothing personal <laughs> past. Yeah, it's you're going to kill that. her. I'm gonna kill her. You um, don't like tiny, I'm, tiny floating girls. I don't. I don't. <laughs> not a fan. Notoriously, <laughs> notoriously does not like that. Cameron uh, has. Cameron has very few strong stances. One of them is uh, tiny, 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 tiny floaty girls. No, 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 thanks. Nope. Not about tiny, <laughs> tiny floaty girls. Um, I'm going to marry Christmas present, who is represented by a very Santa Claus-looking fellow who coincidentally has red hair. Uh, <laughs> throwback to previous episodes, but he's very jolly. He's so much fun his song is the best and i am going to fuck future because future is represented in this movie by an incredibly tall grim reaper who has eight foot arms and i just think that'd be great that's great i love that i get that um in the disney christmas in the disney christmas carol um i am going to kill ghost of christmas future because he it is initially death um but he eventually as scrooge (laughs) falls into hell um uh, goes to Christmas Future unhoods himself and it's Pete from Goofy oh. the Goofy movie uh, with a cigar he's a big ass bully oh, I hate him no, so he's, he's dead murder 
um uh, i will fuck ghost of christmas present because um he is also a giant i guess that's generally what he is in the story he's a giant um Mm -hmm. but it's the giant from fun and fancy free whose voice i did for you already (laughs) and uh he's great um and i'm gonna marry the ghost of christmas past because it's jiminy cricket (gasps) y'all yeah always be marrying jiminy cricket (laughs) always marry jiminy cricket abmjc yeah (laughs) he's great Oh no, this means I have to real quick come up with who we're going to FMK next. No, nope. it's my turn. <gasps> okay, thank goodness, Cameron. Phew, I'm so oh. excited. <laughs> so we are going to do the Santa Claus lore and we are going to do Uh-oh. Tim Allen's Santa Claus. Oh God. <laughs> Martin Short's Jack Frost and oh. our lovely, hang on, hang on. Paranoel. Fuck, fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Hang on, fuck. Papa uh, Shisho. <laughs> we're going to do our beloved David Crumholtz, Bernard the Elf. Oh, Bernard the Elf. Wait, Bernard the, oh. <gasps> the, one who, the one who advises him through the whole thing. So dreamy. <laughs> so mm. dreamy. <laughs> I think I fuck Bernard. I marry Jack Frost. Martin Short's Jack Frost. I killed Tim Allen's Santa Claus. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna marry Bernard. Okay. I'm gonna fuck Martin Short, Jack Frost, and I'm going to kill Tim Allen. Also. I'm, I am the same, Tess. Okay, great. Oh, marry Bernard. Marry oh, Bernard. What I got some, Bernard. some apologies to Tim Allen. <laughs> Sorry, Tim Allen. Some. He wasn't only, looking only for some. Yeah, he's got people. He's fine. He's, he's fine. fine. He doesn't need a bunch of people who don't know how to sit in chairs like us. <laughs> as uh, i try to collect myself on my stool right now what a stool do. yeah yeah say goodbye to those listeners say goodbye to the people say goodbye to the people give them a hug when when you see a krampus with a cod piece marry him <laughs> i'm just flannery i'm cameron faring and i just wanted to remind you that no matter how or what holidays you celebrate make sure that inebriation is involved. <laughs> and I'm David Armstrong reminding you, if you go to mass and they start talking in Latin, <laughs> get the fuck out of there. Never speak Latin around dead things. Never speak Latin around dead things. <laughs> and there's so many dead you things in church. Just say a third one. <laughs> yeah, say it a third time, Cameron. There we go. This has been Omni Bilateral Panic. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.